Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. Welcome to another edition of HR Chat, brought to you by the HR Gazette. I'm your host, Bill Bannum, and today we're very lucky to be joined by Rob Catalano. Rob is a passionate marketer, speaker, entrepreneur, and influencer in the HR tech space. As a founding employee at Achievers, Rob spent over 10 years leading marketing and the company's global expansion in three different countries until its acquisition in 2015. With his unique experience in HR technology, Rob co-founded Work Tango, a platform that helps managers build authentic relationships and trust with their employees and teams. Rob, welcome to HR Chat. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Rob, uh, you and I have now known each other for a little while. We were first introduced, I think, um, at the beginning of 2016 in connection with Disrupt HR Vancouver. Um, For the benefit of our listeners today, can we start off by you telling telling us a little bit more about your career history uh, up to the point of you co-founding Work Tango? Sure, absolutely. Um, You know, I've... uh really started my career early days, small startup companies, um, uh, and more on the agency side of things, kind of growing up as a marketer and in an IT and in HR. And um, what I found is working at those agencies and sitting in large, you know, large client uh, companies for, for much of that time, um, I then decided to kind of go back into the startup world after growing one company, there was about three of us to about 80 uh, in the, the agency space. And then I started with a little company called I Love Rewards. Uh, that actually was uh, was a long ten year journey that you mentioned uh, in three different countries and and really helping uh, achieve. I love rewards then became achievers, which many people know in the HR tech space. Uh, really focusing on building that brand and uh, that was focused on employee recognition and a platform to do those type of things. And at my time there, it was literally a, a lot of uh, what a growth company does. Right, you start with five or six employees, you wear a lot of hats, and then I kind of ended up leading a lot of the the marketing initiatives, a lot of our, our customer satisfaction and success team in terms of working with our customers to build the cultures that were right for them. Uh, then, uh, you know, to your point, uh, as mentioned earlier, ended up in, in San Francisco for three for three years, London, leading our European expansion, and uh, and and loved the journey of kind of growing a company. And uh, just last year, after the Achievers acquisition, decided to come back home to Toronto and uh, and start up Orkango. Okay. Thank you very much. International man of mystery, entrepreneur, man, man to all people, Rob Catalano. Uh, <laughs> I, I saw a lot of people in the Achievers World Tour. <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about Work Tango. Uh, what, what does Work Tango do, Rob? Sure. So, you know, when we were uh, at Achievers, I spent you know, 10, 11 years talking about how recognition drove employee engagement, and it does. But there's a lot of other factors out there that, that help companies be great. And uh, what we found was that a lot of employees are disengaged. It's still uh, an epidemic that's happening, costing companies a lot of money uh, from a productivity standpoint and retention standpoint. Um, but even from a performance standpoint, um, what we're finding is that a lot of companies aren't uh, are looking at changing the way they do performance from you know, annual processes to more real-time and more, more agile. And what we wanted to do is create a company to help both the engagement side of things and on the performance thing. So we call it a new approach to engagement and performance management that helps focus employees and managers in doing the right things. So we have kind of two major you know, focuses of what we do. And one is we get a pulse of employee engagement, 
and we take action. So how do we listen, help companies listen to their employees through customizing surveys, how do we learn through intuitive insights and dashboards, and really just engage employees with the right actions and serve that information uh, to leadership and managers so they can act on you know, disengagement and where they should focus their time. The next part of what we do is we focus on, on agile performance management. Right? How do we help companies set goals more often? How do we enable managers to be great coaches? Again, managers are a big focus on uh, or a big impact on you know, engaged employees. And how do we check in more frequently to improve that alignment and accountability? So we always say we want to build software that employees love and managers need and executives crave. And that's basically what our mandate is. And we always say we, we don't have a mission because missions end. We have a passion. At the end of the day, we're just trying to improve work lives and trying to leverage technology and the new modern workplace to make that happen. Uh, there's, there's a lot of discussion buzzing around on how performance management is changing. Um, even publicly being scrutinized as companies are dropping it more and more. Do you think companies can make the shift away from traditional performance reviews and embrace ideas of agile performance and real-time engagement? And if so, how the devil do they do that, Rob? Well, I think it's. Uh, I think when you first discuss it or talk about it in the you know HR leadership community, uh, it's initially quite scary, right? It's not something you just turn on and off. It's a culture shift. There's a lot of change management that goes into it. Um, it basically means something that that has to have, you know, buy-in from leadership and a focus and a mandate to really change the culture in an organization. I, I actually I use the Achievers uh, story because it actually is something very similar. Right? Ten years ago, the way that companies rewarded and recognized employees was every five years they got a choice of a couple of awards that they would have. Typically, they you know, people didn't really want those things. But in a very short period of time, you know, things changed. If you ask someone ten years ago if they would allow every employee in an organization, a large organization, to allow employees to recognize each other up, down, you know, side to side, bottoms up, as well as reward and give budget to each one of those employees. And, and on a daily basis, they could recognize their employees in a public manner and, you know, and invest budget and time into that. You would think that you were crazy, right? But that's the way it is today, right? Social employee recognition is, has shifted the way that companies will and recognize their employees. So I think when people think of that it's scary and it's, you know, impossible, um, there are other shifts that happen in terms of, you know, the processes and the way we, you know, engage and, and, and you know, uh, work with our employees. From a performance management standpoint, I think there's just a better way, right? If we look at uh, a lot of companies that right now have developers or engineers that are developing their products and technology, you know, they've moved to a more agile development process, right? You know, they're doing their planning on a weekly basis. They're defining these sprints. They're having more alignment and accountability at what needs to get done and are moving faster. Yet, in most organizations, we're still creating goals on an annual basis, right? not really looking at them again. And our companies work too fast um, to, uh, to, to actually, um, you know, they work too quickly to set your goals on an annual basis and not look at them all the time. So I think what companies have to do is, one, get a lot of leadership behind on what needs to get done and, and set, a, you know, set that standard. They also have to include managers in terms of the conversation that this is the way we're going to do work on these things, here's the benefits that come from it. And then it really becomes a full organizational mission to actually change that culture. Um, so it is possible, there is a better way, uh, and it is getting scrutinized because you know companies that even invented this back in the day are starting to move on. So one thing that we keep hearing at the HR Gazette is how companies are trying to align employees with 
the company's purpose and goals. How, how, how are you and how is WorkTango helping make that happen? So I mentioned, um, I mentioned managers before, and, and we are big believers that managers are very key in the alignment of, of getting employees um, doing the right things at the right time. Right? If you think of having one end of the spectrum of being the executives in a company, right? they have a strategic narrative. They have goals that the company wants to hit. And they're really trying to drive you know, the direction of the company. And on the other end of that spectrum, you have employees that are conducting behaviors every single day. Now, the managers become that bridge, right? They become the communication point. They become, you know, that uh, someone needs to understand where the company is going, but also how employees' behaviors every day impact where the company is going. And I think what a lot of companies do is they don't enable their managers appropriately, right? We you know, take our best individual contributors and we promote them to be our, you know, our worst managers, right? We don't provide them very, very good training and we expect them to, you know, uh, to lead our employees and the company to success. So what I think companies are starting to do, and what we focus on, is how do you get management involved early on? So when you're setting those strategic narratives, when you're having those conversations, when you're having goal setting, you involve your managers. Because when your employees start asking questions about why the company is doing certain things or you know, why we've made certain decisions, the manager needs to have an answer, and too often they don't. And that's where that breakdown in communication and alignment really happens. Uh, and I think just in general, right, if you look at one of the major drivers of engagement just, you know, uh, for, for most employees, it is that level of sense of purpose and how do what I do every day match, you know, what, where the company is going and the success that they're looking for. And I think if you start building those conversations more frequent, right, you, you make those goals more public and get people more accountable to it, you involve managers, as mentioned earlier, then you could start building more of an alignment. And I think that's a big key in terms of this new shift in performance management, right? If you have people talking about it more often, setting goals more often, um, and, you know, and, and making that public, that accountability and alignment goes through the roof. Do you think that the, uh, the, the, the new onus on ongoing um, recognition and feedback um, is driven by the fact that the millennial generation are now so dominant in the workplace and, and they, they're constantly striving for that 24-7 feedback and, and, uh, and they, they, although they want to work more autonomously, they want to constantly know perhaps that they're doing the right things and uh, making a difference. Yeah, so I think the millennial generation, um, they want that feedback, they crave it, um, and it's just something that, you know, uh, they're ambitious and want to get to that next level, next role, and feedback is very important to them. And traditionally, they're okay if it's, you know, uh, if it's not always positive feedback all the time. But I also think it's just the way that millennials grew up, right? Like, they are, they're the, you know, they'll see something cool, they'll post it on Facebook or Twitter, and moments later, there's, you know, 100 people giving them feedback right away. Um, and if you think about even the way that we, you know, train people, even, you know, millennials growing up in sports, like we're sending them into programs, having them do things, we're getting feedback along the way to help make them better. So I think they're just used to this feedback in more real time. And as an organization can kind of, you know, shift to make recognition and make feedback and these conversations happen on a more real-time basis, they're going to start having a place where these people can thrive, they're enjoying the conversations, and they kind of know what direction they're headed, right? Again, alignment not only on what am I doing to help the company, but alignment is where is my career going, right? Are we having conversations frequently about that? You, you talked a bit just now about uh, engagement and how you're helping companies gain better insight and act accordingly. C can you provide an example of how WorkTango helps to take action 
to impact engagement? Sure. Um, I think uh, you know the one thing I, I always think about when we talk about engagement is I think companies spend too much time measuring and not enough time acting. Right. So they'll you know, they'll pay a crazy amount of money to get these massive surveys done once a year. An organization will take you know some time, a month or so, to get that data back. Um, then they'll break up the data in HR and talk to leaders and, and, and you know and kind of share that measurement. But again, it's a lot of that time and effort doing the measuring and not enough time acting. Um, so from 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 our perspective, if you can you know, do that more frequently and get a pulse of, of people's engagement on a more frequent basis, you can start dealing with smoke before fire. Or you can start seeing themes or trends in your organization where you can start having the right conversations, understanding it more. And then acting, uh, acting accordingly. Um, from a, I mean, from a Wakanda standpoint, the one thing that we've done with a lot of customers is that once we go through that engagement look and find out different, you know, categories and pillars of what we call drivers of engagement, then we can start tying into that. So for example, if a, a customer is going through that process and finds that career development is really, really low, well, then you know, we'll provide tools to help managers have better ongoing career conversations and make that a priority. I think what's interesting is there's so many studies out there from the world of Harvard and Aon and, and the list goes on that says, here are all the drivers of engagement, and there may be six or seven that are always consistently there, but for each individual organization, right, they're, uh, they're not the same, right? They're unique. So finding out what those are and then acting on those right things is really what we try and help companies do. Thank you very much. We're, we're coming towards the end of this particular podcast. I am pretty confident that we're going to invite you back uh, for several more in the future rob um happy to do uh, it <laughs> awesome thank you um but before we do wrap up just a couple more questions for you firstly uh, are you speaking or attending any hr related events in the next six months and if so which events are you attending or speaking at and why um, so I I love the fact that I'm back in uh, in Toronto uh, after five years um, from obviously being home. But the HR community and the amount of uh, meetups and events are, are way more today than they were back then. So um, there are a lot of things. And top of mind, the things that, that I can think of that I've committed to is I think December 1st is going to be the Disrupt HR event Um I've been at a couple in, in other cities, and it's just a great forum to hear you know, 10 to 15 speakers go up for five minutes, hear a bunch of different uh, people speak with different types of uh, um, topics that you, know, you might find interesting, and it's just a great evening. Um, and, and I prefer you know, doing that as opposed to hearing one person speak for an hour, and that's just a, a great event in Toronto. Um, HRPA uh, is the largest event uh, in Canada when it comes to uh, you know, HR type trade shows, and I've had a you know, soft place in my heart after going there for the last uh, you know seven or eight years. So I'll definitely be attending that. Uh, and then, I mean, we're actually working on creating a couple events. Um, I, I'm associated with a, uh, an organization called Culture Lab X, and we're actually working on trying to build these meetup groups and have great speakers talk about you know how are they building culture, shifting culture in their organization. So some of these I'll be attending, some of them I'll even be speaking at. But um, the, the list is pretty long. I'll need to, to take a look at the calendar and, uh, and uh, find, find all of them. <laughs> Thank you very much. And uh, most importantly, from Tim Baker, our community director's perspective, you, uh, you got a little plug in there for Disrupt HR Toronto, which will be awesome, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it's on December 1st here in beautiful Toronto. If you can make it up, you should come. The HR Gazette is a media partner there. Um, I've never just been let down. 
<laughs> it's a great event. I've never been like that. It really is. Um, so just finally for today, Rob, uh, how, how can our listeners learn, learn more about you? Yeah, so uh, feel free to reach out on Twitter at Rob Catalano. Um, you can also you know, uh, email me at rob, work, or rob at worktango.io or even check out you know, the worktango.io or worktango.com website and, uh, and reach out to me then. And uh, happy, to, happy to connect with anyone. Awesome. Thank you. So that's it for today. That's, uh, that's, a, that's HR Chat Podcast this time around. Until next time, listeners. Uh, I've been your host, Bill Bannum, with our wonderful guest, Rob Catalano. Rob, thank you again. And uh, until next time, listeners, goodbye. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette.